Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. Excited again, guys, to be with you on another episode of the Black Man Ventu podcast. Good morning, Nashville. Have you heard a black man vent today? My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Junebook. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. I go by L Dog, and I'm thankful just to be alive man there's so much going on in our society so much going on in our world so the fact that i'm still breathing man i'm thankful and grateful and i'm thankful and grateful that you're breathing also because i know you're breathing because you're listening to us this morning so we just thank you again for your listenership thank you for your support keep on supporting us nashville we're gonna try to do this thing big but we're doing it for you nashville Nashville, continue to support us, man. The body mass index of Raw Venton. We're in the Raw Venton season on Black Man Vent 2. Want to give a major shout out, man, and thanks to uh, Marquez Cantrell, man, a great brother, uh, artist, uh, producer, uh, writer, but just a good brother. Just a good brother to have. And we had him on the last uh, episode that began our Raw Venting season. And, man, I tell you guys, Nashville, if you haven't got a chance to listen to that one, make sure you check it man, out. Man, go back and check this younger brother out because, uh, yeah, he talks a lot about his music, but his venting is in the music. Yeah. So just check him out, man. Go back and listen to this episode. I guarantee you'll like it. I liked it, and uh, I appreciate that young brother for coming on. And big ups to him and his career in uh, in music, man. Things the black man vent to have to look forward to, man, as we get into uh, the remaining parts of this year. We will be in another vending event, Nashville, um, selling our merchandise and different things of that nature. August the 27th, the We Win Festival, August the 27th. If you guys pay attention to our Facebook and Instagram, we'll have more details forthcoming. In regards to that event but august the 27th nashville make sure you uh write that down in your calendar come support black man event to buy a hoodie buy some sweats a wristband keychain something that again shows your support for black man event too so nashville again we want you guys to come out august the 27th and make sure that you support us in the we win festival but again nashville man raw venting this is, this is the second episode and nashville this is our uh first episode being officially a year as a podcast so with this episode drop on august the 8th that would officially be our new first podcast as we get into the next coming year um of black man Ventu. so said i'll let to say we ain't stopping we're not stopping nashville we're gonna keep pushing and keep putting the message out of being the voice for the voiceless and having that platform for black men to get things off of their chest body mass index of raw vent nashville is the season that we're in nashville have you heard a black man vent today buy some merch check out some of our older episodes like share comment give us some feedback and let us know how we're doing thank you nashville after this sponsorship segment break we'll get right into the content for today nashville have you heard a black man vent today And just like that, Nashville, just like that, man, we're back. We're back. Good morning to you guys again. Monday morning, Nashville. We're here. The Black Man Vent 2 Podcast. Nashville, have you heard a Black Man Vent today, man? I'm super excited on today's episode. You guys know we're in the raw venting season of Black Man Vent 2. Um, and again, guys, we just want to thank you, man, for for being a part of this season, yeah. being a part of this episode and supporting us, uh, supporting yeah. us throughout. Probably. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. We just thank everyone for continuing 
the continued listenership and we thank everybody for their continued support in trying to uh, support this our venture and our objective which we're trying to just make sure that we empower our black men but also anybody that listens to this podcast will be uh know how to deal with us on a better in a better way man and just kind of understand us a little bit better by just hearing this podcast so we're we're thankful again for your supporting keep on supporting us keep on telling people about us and keep on just allowing other brothers to know that we have a platform for them to come and just raw vent raw vent nashville is the season nashville have you heard a black man vent today good friend of mine that we have on the show today mr leonard sturdivant nashville he is a relationship coach based out of durham north carolina yeah. um mr leonard has both his bachelor's degree and master's degree in psychology uh, from North Carolina Central University and completed 140 hours of doctoral training in marriage and family therapy at Virginia Tech. He's conducted several workshops and conferences on relationships and held panel discussions on marriages and divorce. The main focus of his work is on relationship slash family consultations and divorce intervention. His status as an expert, relationship expert, comes with over 10 years Nashville of experience mm. and several publications in the field of marriage and family relationship. If anybody needs help with relationships, it's black folks. Mm -hmm. So Nashville, we got a brother on here today, Mr. Leonard Sturdivant, that's going to give us anything and everything that we need in regards to how relationships may work. And with this being the raw Ben season, he may not want to talk about relationships. So without further ado, presenting the song and introducing the others, our good friend all the way from Durham, North Carolina, Mr. Sure. Leonard Sturdivant, the Relationship Coach Pro. Big man, how you doing this morning? All right, good morning, good morning, good morning. Yes, sir, man. I am happy and excited to be here. Uh, I kind of want to share some knowledge um, that I've been going through. My, my mission is to put the black family back together again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But that yes, sir. is the biggest threat to white supremacy is a reunited black family. And that's my mission. Yes, yes, sir. yes sir. Yes, sir. Man, we, we support that mission. And, and I don't, I'm not even sure how you heard about our platform, but however you heard about it, I'm thankful that you heard about it. And I'm looking forward to this, uh, this session of just raw venting, man. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's do it. Let's right. do it, man. Mr. Sturdivant, have you heard of Black Man Vent today, brother? You on the show, man. You at the Black Man Vent 2 Vent table. Let's talk about it. What is on your mind on this Monday morning, brother? Well, I've been playing with this concept here lately because I, I, I see this phenomenon in which Black women, when they, with Black women that don't even know each other, mm -hmm. they can mm -hmm. pass by one another. Mm -hmm. Girl, where you get their hair from? Girl, where you get that dress from? Where you get them shoes from? Girl, you mm -hmm. look good. Mm -hmm. But you take two black men who pass each other in the same manner, mean mug. Yeah. Wow. You you might get a, you know, you might get a head nod. You may might get, get the nod, might get the nod, yeah. You may, you may get something. So I I, I wondered about that phenomenon. And so I, I began to start to, to, to tear stuff down. 85% mm -hmm. of black women grow up with their mama in the house. Mm. Okay. okay. So that kind of explains this phenomenon of why they, why there's such this instant rapport with black women. Mm -hmm. However, 85% of black men did not grow up with their daddy in the house. My, my, my. The significance of that is if, if, if I don't have a man to validate me, mm. 
recognize me, acknowledge yes, me. That's half of who I am. Yes, but yes. That half, it, me going into a relationship and not knowing half of who I am. Wow. And not wow. having a man, you know, when you get, you know, adolescence, uh, you know, teenage, yeah. you gotta have a man to get up in your chest. Come on, you know man. What I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. So you miss all of that when that man, when the father's not in the house. So I, I began to think more and more about it. I said, okay, so what is it that, why is it that black women can do that? And the term I call this vertical intimacy, okay? Vertical intimacy, okay. So when, when two black women pass each other, they have this, they can be into each other. Just like intimacy is, are you into me? Right, 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 right. So, so uh, where you get your hair from? Where you get your eyelash from? Where you get your nails done? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in, you are into me for that second. Mm -hmm. But black men do not have that same capacity. Hmm. And, and so it, 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 it's like, and I begin to look at, well, what if, why don't we have, okay, one, father's not in the house, but two, mm -hmm. we got some social engineering that's being directed at us. Come on, man. Okay. Come on. Yeah. So I'm going to go all the way back to 1964, the Civil Rights Act yes. of 1964 that Martin Luther King fought hard for, but yeah. did not realize the destruction. So back in 64, black women now had rights to access what white women had been getting World War One, World War Two. Mm -hmm. So they, they got child support, AFDC, wig, food stamps, all the rest of those benefits. Black women did not have access to that. Mm -hmm. Once that access was given to black women and we started to, she started to get in child support, welfare, AFDC, wig, food stamps, Medicaid, Medicare, Section 8, <laughs> yeah. all of that stuff. All yeah. of these benefits, right? Yeah. If your man is not... In the, in the house. Come on, man. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. So if you want to access these benefits, your man in the house? No. I remember, and I was living in New, New Jersey. I remember welfare raids mm -hmm. where they come in the house and, and look for shoes, a mm -hmm. belt, a shirt, and mm -hmm. if they caught you off, they're gonna there's a size pair of thirteen shoes right there. Yeah. We're gonna cut your benefits. Wow. Wow. You got a man living with you. Yeah. See, it was that deep. Yeah. Now, wow. now in the rural south, they didn't do that because you roll from somebody in the country like that, you liable to get shot. Yeah. So True it wasn't that. a phenomenon here, but up North, it was a huge phenomenon. So mm -hmm. we, we got all these people that, you know, that that drove us apart. So if that man wanted his family to eat. If he mm. couldn't find a job, if yeah. what his family eat, he had to leave. Ain't there some man? Wow. Ain't there some and, and Mr. Sturdivant, that even goes on top of the trauma that we was already dealing with from slavery and before slavery and and and, and, and Jim Crow and all this stuff, man. And now you put this stipulation on top of all that. Yeah. No wonder black men don't want to be bothered with each other, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and that, and what that causes, it, that causes us, you know, and it's what what you saying then even comes even clearer to me because I be trying to understand it. Why are so many young black males killing each other? Why can't we see that we are helping their cause 
and hindering our cause. Well, the reason we can't see it because it's a mind game, man. And if we don't so sit, down, yeah, and if we don't sit down and take inventory of what's going on around us and in us, we'll never see it. But check this out: the world is moving so fast, and I got to get this money, I got to get paid, I got to do all this stuff instead of sitting down and recognize what my issues are. Then we'll never get to the bottom line. And what you talking about, man? We this is needed. It is much needed, my brother. Much so needed. The phenomenon, now we are three generations deep of fatherless back black boys. A generation is 20 years. Oh, yeah. We are yeah. three generations deep. Every successive generation gets worse. Yeah. My, my, my. Every last one. So now it, it's like now we, we've got, you know, all these things that are rampant crime, rampant mm -hmm. homosexuality, rampant. Mm -hmm. Uh, being locked up in jail. I mean, it's just like, mm. and because they, I, I don't know who half of me is. The mm. most important person in the life of the child is the same sex parent. Mm. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that I mean, it was profound when I when I when it hit me. It's like, you know, I, I thank God for my grandfather. If it wasn't for my yes. grandfather, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. know, bro. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. So the intimate time that he spent with me, tying my tie, hmm. you know, uh, uh, give me a haircut. Yeah. That old, remember the old green Jarvis, the, the screen stuff that, boy, here, here come that heat, boy. <laughs> yeah. And I had to yeah. seize the cut. Yeah. It a little part. I still got it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's still part of me. So, <laughs> you know, I, I needed that validation because when I looked into his eyes, the reflection that came back to me was every part of me was okay. Wow. Wow. That little boy needs that reflection from the oh same sex. If he doesn't get it, some of us will chase it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yes. your mama, your mama can only take you, but for so right up to this point of masculinity, that that's as far as she can take. You. Yeah. Yeah. Because women cannot police the boundaries of masculinity. Ooh. And when I say that. When when he, when that boy hits 13, 14 years old, he gets a whiff of his underarms. Yeah. Yeah. He need a man to get up in his chest to check him. Mm -hmm. yes. Nobody yeah. checking these guys. You know what? Yeah. You are so yeah. right, man. It, it, yeah. Let me ask you this, Mr. Sturman. So with what you just said, how can we get these mothers to see that? Because you got a lot of mothers, man, that 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 really think. They really think now. And I'm not saying it hasn't been done. I've seen some brothers that have come through that didn't have a, a father in the house, but what they did have, they had a lot of strong male role models in their in their life. You know what I'm saying? So, but what is it going to take for these sisters, man, to see that if I don't have a male in my house, I need to try to get my son connected with some strong brothers, man, some type of organizations or church, you know, or whatever, man, to find some strong brother, or could it be that she can't find no strong brother? What's what's the issue, man? It's it's some of all of it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, when when but see, the thing is, if if you reward the behavior, you'll repeat it. Repeat it. Wow. So yes. so I heard yes. the strategy of an eighth grade girl, eighth grade black girl, and she said the teacher asked, "What what do you want to do with your life? What's, what's your future?" She said, "Well, I, you know." Uh, I want to have two babies and 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 get on, you know, welfare. I just said, why is that? Well, my mom's on welfare, my sister's on welfare, my cousin, my female cousins are on welfare. It's what she grew up with. 
Mm-hmm. That was her strategy in the eighth grade. In eighth wow. grade. In the eighth, eighth grade. grade. Oh, I, I don't want to get married. I know. I just mm-hmm. want to, you know, I want to get these benefits. And so mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. we're three generations deep yeah. of welfare mm-hmm. and other social programs. And here's the here's the rub, because black men don't have in we don't have a safety net. If a black woman has a child, she has a safety net. She got seven yes. programs to pick from. Yeah. There's no safety net for a black man. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You you either have a job, maybe you can get hopefully you can get in school. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you don't have the same safety net. So the imbalance between wow. us, wow, where you got government favoring one one gender over the other, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. And now we're three generations deep into it, and it's like wow. Mm-hmm. How, how do you do that? And and the social engineering behind all of this. Mm-hmm. There's there's think tanks of white people sitting around figuring out your demise and how they're going to keep you separate and at each other and, right. and all of that. Right. So the 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 most the other form of attack is music. So when you listen to some hardcore rap, men yeah. are fighting. Yeah. and drinking, drugging, yeah. Yeah. N-word. Yeah. It, it does not foster that vertical intimacy. As a matter of fact, it destroys it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so if you're not in a tight circle of, of males and you didn't have a father, a lot of us are turned, one of the popular, most popular places is to turn to a gang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get lots of vertical intimacy. Even though you're doing wrong stuff, you get that vertical intimacy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you ready to put in this work? They just go put in this work. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. even though what you're doing is wrong, but when you look into the eyes of that person, what comes back to you is that you're okay. Mm-hmm. You're being validated by another man. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, right. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get that validation, I swear, I think some some of us are turning to police who are more than happy to oblige us with. Uh, Billy clubs and and shooting us and killing yeah. us and all the rest yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll chase that. You'll chase that vertical intimacy if you're not getting it from the home. Mm-hmm. That, let me ask you this, Mr. Lynn. That that 15 percent uh, that you talked about. You said it's 15 percent of 15 um, percent of men that are not in the home. Or no, 80, 85. 85. 85. Okay, so I took it back. Mm-hmm. So it's 85 percent of men that are not in the homes. Of, yeah, you're of not ra- you're not being raised with a father in the house. Let me ask this: 85 percent, you're not being raised with a father in the house. What is your viewpoint on the co-parenting uh, diaspora? Just just knowing that may it may be a sense where you have the mother and then you have the father. They've agreed to co-parenting, but let's just say. The mother may have her ways, if you will, just because the relationship didn't work. Or the father may have his ways, you know, as to, you know, just, it, you you know what I'm talking about, being oh, a relationship coach pro. Can we talk about that, man? Just the step-parent sure. role, the co-parent role. How, how do you think that should be influenced just from the eyes of a black man? Well, which gender is favored by the, by the government? <laughs> oh, yeah. so, and, and if I don't have a job, yeah, and, and, and she's got the weight of the state and the federal behind her, then 
what you know it, it's a, it, you're going into it kind of lot again we have this 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 yeah, lopsided relationship yeah. it's asymmetrical it's not right. balanced right so you know it, it, and again if he doesn't have the job doesn't have the education if the best he could do was just a you know manual labor mm-hmm. and, and and you have a woman who now keep in mind now 85 percent of black women don't grow up with a dad in the house either that's mm-hmm. half of who they are yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. the impact hits them a little bit differently mm-hmm. if you've never seen a man love your mama mm-hmm. yeah okay? how you gonna know what they look like right right so yeah, you're wow. gonna go you know, you're gonna look at your peer group you're gonna look at tv you're gonna look yeah. at you know to try to get some idea. So uh, right. again, once the black man was extrapolated from the home, mm-hmm. it's it's been all downhill ever since. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Yeah, and it's so sad because I'm sitting, I'm thinking about when you say the black man taken out of the home. That then, it, you you talk about Martin Luther King and then getting that 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 law passed in in '64, getting that getting that passed. But it was even in effect way before the end of getting the black man out of the family. You know what I'm saying? Even back, you know, in slavery time, because, you know, I, I do a lot of little history research myself every now and then. And one of the things I found out about uh, when they wanted to break a black community down, they would always uh, uh, make the, the strongest black male look weak. You know what I'm saying? And oh, one yeah. of the things that, uh, and you know, I know you probably know about this, that buck breaking thing. Buck man, breaking. when I found out about buck breaking, dude, that made me mad all over again, man. Found out how they do them brothers back then, man. But it was all a design to get the people to understand if I can beat your strongest black man, then you know I ain't gonna have no problem with you. And that's what they are doing. Right. Getting us out the way, getting the black man out of the way so they can kill the family. You know what? That's even that even started way back in um with uh Adam and Eve back in those times because guess what? The whole ordeal is if 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 the devil can kill the head of the family, then what's what he's doing? Everything he's killing falls the family. Apart. Yeah, that's, that's what he's doing. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. How about oh, that? That's, that's something else, man. It, is something a, else. This is social engineering. Now, 40s, 50s, and 60s, early 60s was probably the highlight of black life. Mm-hmm. 73% of us had a mama and a daddy in the house. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had a side, 50% of them had a side hustle, had a business. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We were, we were again, we were self-contained, wasn't bothering them, didn't need no help. If you got that girl pregnant back in 1945, you either yeah. got shot or you <laughs> got married. Yeah, yeah. Shotgun married, shot, yeah. shotgun wed. That's right, that's, that's right. right. Wow. That's right. So mm-hmm. we didn't have no, go- see, there was no government to interfere. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. So we handled it in-house. Yes, yes. And the moment that that Civil Rights Act of 1964 got signed, we invited them to come into our house, and it has been mm. mutual destruction ever since. Mm. I got a I got an alarming question for you, uh, Mr. Lynn. Just knowing that you dealt with a lot of relationships throughout your career, um, the most recent news, man, that's kind of struck our country: the Roe versus Wade. What's your What's your opinion on that? And and and. And, and how, how do you feel about that? Roe versus Way uh, was designed to increase white babies. 
let's be real specific. This is not targeting black women. This is targeting white women. In 35 states right now, the rate of birth, of white births, is below death. So mm. more people are dying than being born. Than being born. Most, okay. most, okay. Of them in, most of them are in Trump states. So mm. when you see out there in Idaho, you know, we've got the instant abortion ban. We, we, we're going to follow it. They're trying to increase their population. Mm. White women aborted 1.5 million babies in one year. CDC told Congress, Congress shut down Planned Parenthood and began the process of reversing Roe v. Wade. Got Trump in office and replaced three Supreme Court justices with a conservative view. Yeah. So now that yeah. they're trying to control, and see, but it's they never can see far down the road how it's going to impact them. They can't mm-hmm. see it. So, so now you you cannot control. You know, I, I, for a second there, I I I, I said, well, is this about the baby? Or is this about who's going to play God? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. is it going to be the woman who plays God, or is it going to be man who plays God? So, you got mm-hmm. these, two, these two folks going at each other. Who, who's going to who's going to play God? Because I really don't think it's about the baby. I really don't. But right. it's, mm-hmm. it's this this thing that's going back and forth between white men and white women mm-hmm. got nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. So, so, so this little interim time we can actually start to focus on us because they got enough on their plate. They're losing power yeah. and population all in one breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they can't stop it. Mm-hmm. Ain't mm-hmm. no gun going to protect you from the thing that's coming after you. Ain't no gun going to protect you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. My, my, my. Yeah. Yeah. Nashville, man, we want to thank you guys for joining us again, man. We got Mr. Leonard Sturdivant, the Relationship Coach Pro that is with us, man. And we, again, just want to thank him for his time on Black Man Ventu. Nashville, let's cut into a quick commercial break with you guys. We're going to let Mr. Lynn get some water. And right after this commercial mm-hmm. break, we'll get right back into the content for the day. Nashville, have you heard a Black Man Vent today? I want to thank you guys again for listening in with the Black Man Vent 2 podcast. Good morning, Nashville. Have you heard a Black Man Vent today? BMVT wants to take the time to recognize that our kids will be getting back into school this year. And um, a lot of kids start school this week. And what we want to do, Nashville, is understand that as this world is changing, so are the hallways. And as the hallways are changing, so are the conversations and activities that are going on in the hallways. A lot of those conversations and activities, Nashville, lead to bullying. Bullying is not just your head in the toilet or being shoved in the locker. Bullying can come from all different shapes, forms, and sizes. Black Men Ventu wants to present a video from family education on 11 different signs that as a parent, you'll be able to detect whether or not your baby boy, baby girl is being bullied in school. Nashville, take some time to listen to this excerpt 
from Family Education, again, on the 11 signs and symptoms of bullying in a child. Thank you. According to the National Institute of Child Health and Human Development, bullying is widespread in American schools, with more than 16% of U.S. students admitting to being bullied. Additionally, a survey by ChildTrends.org found 13% of children ages 2 through 17 have experienced physical bullying in the past year. So how do you know if your child is being bullied? Here are 11 signs. 1. You find physical signs on your child's body. You spot inexplicable marks, such as bruises or scrapes on your child's body, or you find your child covering her body unexpectedly, even during warm weather. 2. Your child loses personal belongings. Missing or damaged personal items can be a sign of bullying. 3. Your child develops weird bathroom habits. Waiting to use the bathroom at home instead of school can be a sign she is being targeted. 4. Your child starts avoiding social situations. If your child stops hanging out or talking with close friends, or your child frequently sits alone, this can be a red flag that he has been avoiding social situations. 5. You notice a change in eating habits. Binge eating or loss of appetite could be a sign that your child is getting bullied in the lunchroom. 6. Your child has a sudden change in self-esteem or severe mood swings. Your child is often sad, sullen, or depressed, and you notice a sudden change in her behavior. 7. Your child starts exhibiting self-destructive behavior. Be aware of self-destructive behavior and look for signs that your child is trying to harm herself. 8. You notice a decline in your child's grades. A sudden drop in grades or refusal to attend school is a red flag that something is going on. 9. Your child's behavior changes after going online. If your child becomes sad or withdrawn after going online, monitor his online accounts for signs of cyberbullying. 10. Your child loses interest in his hobbies. Skipping after-school activities or hobbies could be because your child is trying to avoid abuse or confrontations. And 11. Your child has trouble sleeping. Stress, trouble sleeping, and frequent nightmares are all signs that something is going on. If you notice any of these signs, talk to your child to help determine a course of action to help put an end to the bullying. And just like that, just like that, Nashville, we're back. We're back, man. Good morning to you guys again. If you're just now joining us, Mr. Leonard Sturdivant, Relationship Coach Pro out of Durham, North Carolina, is joining us today on Black Man Vent 2 during our raw venting season on Black Man Vent 2. Nashville, we want to thank you guys for joining us. Let's go back in, man, to the venting and talk with uh, the Relationship Coach Pro himself. I wanted to ask you, Mr. Lynn, uh, you mentioned in our first segment, you talked about, and I didn't even notice, so you taught me some. Each generation is personified as 20 years. So when you think about a generation as 20 years, and you said over the last three generations, that's when we've seen this dynamic change. 
when you think about my generation, I'm 26 years old. Um, what do you see that is the biggest, biggest difference? And I'm just talking one thing, one general thing that is the big difference in what you do with relationships based off of my generation and how we handle love and how relationships look versus the generation that you and probably my dad came into is how you guys think love and relationships look. What's the biggest difference between the two? Ever since sex got easy, love got harder to find. That's, that's, that's deep. Ooh, <laughs> that's deep. I like that, man. Sex got easy, can't find the love. That's, that's deep. I, I mean, defining sex, sex is easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, 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 my generation, we we had to work for it. Woo. <laughs> Talk, <laughs> man. I, I, I had to go meet the dad. Had to go meet the dad. Had to go meet him. Yeah. Now I'm shaking in my boots. <laughs> I got rid of that soggy handshake. The boy shake my hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the biggest difference that I see. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and millennials are, are struggling because they their their parents are well, their their parents are a little younger than me. Mm-hmm. So you know, you got Generation X, Y, and, and Z. Yeah, and yeah, millennials. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, man. I mean, this this hookup culture. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't require any pretense. You know, you wow. can just send a text message now. Yeah, hey, yeah. you want to hook up? Wanna hook? Yeah, let's hook up. Yeah. Mm, Stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. so it, it, trying to find love just got exponentially harder. Wow. You have to be friends before, if the friendship isn't there, Sex is only 20% of a relationship. Talk, man. Mm-hmm. Talk, man. The rest of it is how well do we get along? Oh, are we yes. friends? Right. Yes. Right. Yes. So, right. Man, if you put I the hope... cart before the horse, you know it's going to happen. <laughs> I hope somebody <laughs> listens to this, man, because you're a professional at this. Yeah. We're just, you just got parents that have been trying to say what you're saying. But you're saying it from a professional standpoint, and we've been trying to say it all along. We even had a season where we did a marriage and relationship and relationship and marriage. And believe it or not, pro pro coach, believe it or not, that was our biggest season, man. Both of those two seasons were our biggest season. So people are concerned about what you're talking about, man. And 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 I think I think we even see it. We just don't know how to fix it, man. So how do we fix some of these relationship issues we have and some of these cultural issues we have with daddies being in a home, man? Give us some solutions, man. We're distracted. Mm-hmm. If we're not distracted in the media, we're distracted with the music. Mm-hmm. We're distracted with the social engineering. Mm-hmm. The more we are distracted, the less we know about each other. Mm-hmm. So, the solution, man, that's, uh, it, it, it gives me the gray hairs, man. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing I know to do is to see as many couples that I can. I, you know, I, I think God puts people in your pathway. Yes. God, God works through people. So, yes, that's right. And and certain people come my way, and and, and I'll, I'll hear it all the time. Like I'm so glad 
we we were looking for a black man. This is how bad this is because a lot of people want to see it, the therapy counseling is dominated by women. Dominated. So, so to have a brother in the spot and in, in, in even in the in the in the vicinity is just mm -hmm. really big. So um you, you know it's 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 kind of hard, but but if ever there were a, a window, a, a threshold, a portal in which we were to do it, it would be right now. Mm -hmm. Because white people are distracted with their thing, right? Mm -hmm. They're trying to hold on to power, privilege, and population. So while they're occupied with that, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm seeing this beautiful proliferation of black businesses. You know, We Buy Black, uh, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. uh, a number of black restaurants, black businesses, we making mm -hmm. toothbrushes now. Mm -hmm. so, so our money needs to come 360. Here's yes. where we're gonna start. Yes. The average black dollars circulates in the black community. Mm, maybe one time. Wow. The Jewish dollar circulates 17 times. Wow. You can see it. You can oh, see oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, you can see wow. it. Yeah, they all go to the guy that, that, that cuts the meat and they all go to the Jewish farmer and they all go to the Jewish dairy and they all go to, I mean, they all, they keep it all it's called, it's right. Yeah. So yeah. by the time that dollar leaves that community, it's wrinkled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And everybody yeah. talking about, you know, you, you get black people reparations. I said, man, that reparations better come with some boundaries on it because we would pump about 50% of it back into the economy within minutes of That's getting it. Minutes. Mm -hmm. so we're, we're not thinking circulation. We're thinking gratification. Mm -hmm. Look at what we buying. I mean, if you think oh. about it, Mr. Lynn, and, I, and I'm speaking oh. on our, our generation, um, I, I either heard or read somewhere that the top dollar spent by black people, oddly enough, is on shoes, Air Jordans, mm. stuff like that. Like the things that, that, like you said, we're putting so much money of, of we did an episode. We did an episode, me and my dad, mm. um, we called it, uh, what did we call it? Black it, was, it, was, it was during our black business season mm -hmm. where we compared a situation with Ryan Coogler who is oh, the director yeah. of uh, Black Panther. Black, Black Panther. And mm -hmm. uh, at the time he was being faulted for, not necessarily faulted, but just being being a stereotype for going to the bank to try to withdraw a certain lump sum of money. I remember, we, that. Right, I remember that. Right, right. Mm -hmm. we, we, we formed that situation with Black Wall Street, mm -hmm. uh, talking about Tulsa, Oklahoma, the massacre mm -hmm. and whatnot. And we're talking about how those dollars in the Greenwood district they didn't even need them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's and I think that's what you're getting into, man, is to try to one solution, if, if I'm hearing you right, is to be able to have that black Wall Street effect back to where we're 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 pouring into, you know, the black businesses. Yeah. Now on the back end of that, it's funny. Black folks don't know how to act right in business. We always want to overcharge. We always want to undercharge. We're not going to give you the best product, not going to give you the best service, you know, that type of thing. But I think if we find a way to bridge that gap, because you don't want to buy, you know, something that you know is going to lose its value, uh, uh, you know, within the next day. And I think a lot of times it's black businesses 
the reason why the dollar is not being funneled back in is because we don't take the same amount of measures that these white that the white cultures and other cultures do to make up a, a better product or a good product. So I think you got to put that work in on both sides. You do. Well, keep in mind now, we didn't have mentors. Mm-hmm. Remember, if, if 85% of black boys yeah. and black girls didn't have a dad in the house, yeah. who, who's going to mentor it? Who's yeah. going to model it for me? Right, right. So so, right. so I'm, so I'm trying to have a little patience. With, and I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to have a little patience with it. I'm, I'm spending the extra, you know, I can go down the street and get it for cheap, but mm-hmm. I know if I spend it here, he's going to employ some other black people who look like me. Right. So I'm, I'm right. past that point. Um, now, what has to happen in between the businesses, uh, similar businesses need to rise up. Because when a similar business rise up and lift that standard, yeah, create that competition, right, yeah. right, and then you you have to you step up your game or you go away. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, so as as we start to compete, when similar black businesses start to compete, then it's going to be you know because my my favorite barbecue restaurant, man, this place food is outstanding. Uh-huh. This place looks like a dump. So mm. uh, it's like, man, I, I, and I support them. The food is great. I'm like, wow. You you seen that bar rescue or restaurant rescue where they come in and they tear all the places uh-huh. up? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, this place could probably quadruple the business. Wow. Right? Wow. But there, there's no meant to date. We haven't been taught that that marketing, you know, those um, that ambiance of the place mm-hmm. to, to have nice clean bathrooms mm, to have seats that ain't got no stairs in them yeah. to have tables yeah. and lighting and fixtures just to yeah. you know mm-hmm. 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 no you right you know and i'm just thinking about that i work at a place where um, i'm responsible for like the front end of buildings when they you know in other words when the building is being constructed a lot of stuff that we do they want to try to uh hide it but you can't hide it because you can't hide what I do because that's what makes the building go. But you know, the first thing they say though, and when they talking about hiding it, is we're worrying about the cosmetics of the building. They're not even worried about what it's gonna take to make the building go. They talking about the cosmetics of the building, what it looked like. And you know what? That's what you just said is so true because they're thinking about somebody seeing this and coming in and we worry about the other piece when they get in here. You know what I'm saying? But right. That's what they right. like. That's what they thinking about, man. So you right. You it's almost like presentation, man. You got to make your presentation Everything. worthy, man. It's got to be worthy, man. Yes. So Everything. true. So true. Because that's what's going to draw me back. If I if I come into your business and I say, "Wow," mm-hmm. I'm coming back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Let me ask you this, Mr. Lynn. We talk about a uh, presentation, man has the newfound black man that we're seeing in today's time lost that, just lost presentation in terms of relationships. When I present myself to a woman and I'm sagging my pants or my breath stink or I got <laughs> that, that wisdom tooth kind of ain't fell out way out here, that, that type of thing. Have we lost, have we lost that sense of, of respect, you know, for our women as, as black men to present ourselves in a way that we should want to be dated and treated a certain way? Right. So, yeah. And, 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 and because we don't have, we, there's no model. Yeah. There's no model. There's no prototype. Yeah. I, well, I remember my, my little four-year-old self, my grandpa had a deuce and a quarter. You know how heavy them doors were back in the 80s. 
fifth. Yes. <laughs> so I, I saw him hold the door for grandma. So me and my little four-year-old self, I'll put the door bigger than me, but I got that door open and I, I pulled it and, and my grandma sat down. Mm-hmm. And then I, I made sure she was in and then I pushed it closed. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. with me. That that model is with me to the day. So it is like when I go in, I you know, even if if, if I'm going walking into a random store and there's a woman behind me, mm-hmm. I stop and I'll all the time. Door. Yeah, it's not. It's like like you said, it's something that we don't even have to think about. And I'm not discrediting his generation, but in our generation growing up, that's not even thought about, man. You don't have to think about it. It's like it's like a sixth sense, man. Sixth sense that you know this is what you do. You open yeah. the door for women. You 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 do that. You go the extra mile for your women, and that's what we got to get back to is protect. That's another thing, protecting our women, man. We got to get back to understanding that. And I and I'm I'm saying this from experience. If you find a woman, and you can and you show her that you can protect her, and you can be her man, and you can be her leader, it's a lot of women that are looking for that. They looking for it, but it's hard to find in, in, in some instances. And it's sad, this is a sad thing too, because you'll find some established brothers that'll take advantage of a woman that's looking for that. You know what I'm saying? And, and, uh-huh. and he'll, and he'll, you know, he'll call it, that, that'll be his side piece or something. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but he, but, but this, now here's the bad part. Because she don't really, like you said, didn't have that model. She don't mind being the side piece as long as he's taking care, taking care of a couple of bills and and putting a couple of uh, pieces of jewelry on me and give me a couple of outfits, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So when do we, Mr. Sturdivant, stop selling for less on the male side and the female side? What What is it going to take for us to stop settling for less? Well, here, here this kind of goes back to patriarchy. Mm. So when patriarchy was benevolent, mm-hmm. women did not have to fend for themselves. Come on, come on. When patriarchy got selfish and narcissistic, women had to learn quickly, I, this guy ain't gonna do for me. I've got to do for myself. Mm-hmm. And so ever since then, here we got that split. Now we got another thing that's tearing us apart. Mm-hmm. Because it was back in the day when a man could hold down a job, yeah. it was expected that the woman was gonna take care of the house. Right. So he right. bought the money home, Mm-hmm. And, and, and she took care of the house. She didn't have to work. She mm-hmm. had the kids. She had to keep the house up. Food was cooked. Mm-hmm. You had breakfast, lunch, dinner. Uh, you had, you know, dinner on Sunday, dinner. You had mm-hmm. all that. He provided. It yes. gave a man a sense of being a, a man because yeah. he could provide. Yeah. All of that was attacked and destroyed. Mm-hmm. So then patriarchy moved from benevolent to selfish. Well, mm-hmm. I got this one woman. Well, well, maybe I can have some of this. You know, I can mm-hmm. have a side piece. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a woman isn't quite satisfying me, so I'm yeah. gonna kind of venture out wow. and do something different. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so and, and again, like I said, every generation gets successively worse. Wow. Yeah, you can see it. Wow. <laughs> you can see, oh, it's, it's wow. visible. You can mm-hmm. see, wow. mm-hmm. man. You can see it, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's interesting just to hear you talk about it, man, because um, the reason why I say you can see it is now I want to put, that, that's the question I want to ask you. Put social media in your 
adolescent years, in my dad, in your adolescent years. Put social media in y'all's time. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about that for a little minute. Let's stick on that. How would social media look in that time of you guys' teenage years and dating life? Man, that would have been the biggest adjustment because we was the last generation that had to go outside to play. So social media wouldn't even have been an appeal to us because our social was outside playing hide and go seek That's and right. spinning the bottle and That's right. you know uh, jumping rope and all the rest of that stuff that mm -hmm. we had. To do. Mm -hmm. We used to steal we used to steal carts and tear the wheels off of them and we would have go kart races mm -hmm. going down the hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So social media wouldn't have been uh, stay in the house. Uh, it, it wouldn't work with us yeah. because. I, I could not get out the house fast enough. My mama wanted me out of the house. I wanted yes. to eat out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. now that's all reversed. Yeah. So yeah. now you got you got a whole generation of kids who are becoming obese oh. at age seven. True. 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 You got yeah. uh, and a host of other diseases that follow that that being overweight. Right. Right. These kids don't have to go outside and play. They they can just sit back and use their thumbs, and all you hear is you see thumbs and stuff. So <laughs> I made a point for me and my daughter to go outside. Like, come on, yeah, yeah. we're going outside. Yeah, we're gonna play some tennis, or we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go out just to be out. Because to sit there with with this this thing, and and the researchers call it, you know, social media. One of the hooks of social media is you get this hit of dopamine. Dopamine is your hormone. Yep. Go. Yep. Come so on, man. If you're getting validation and you're getting adoration and, and you're getting bling, 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 bling. Yeah, bling, man. You, it's just like taking a hit of heroin. Yeah. It, it feels yeah. good to get yeah. all of that kind of attention when you get those dopamine hits. And so once you, once you get hooked on that dopamine, it's like, well, what else can I do? Yeah. You know? yeah. So now I'm on several platforms and now I'm getting. <laughs> hits and, and you know all these dopamine hits from all these different places and so wow. I can get addicted to that when I yeah. get addicted what the social media allows me to do is to mood alter mm -hmm. so if I'm in a bad mood I had mm -hmm. an argument or I'm feeling hungry angry lonely tired sad depressed or anxious yeah. I could just sit on my phone for the next three or four hours it's amazing I couldn't sit that still on looking at something that small Mm -hmm. For hours, yeah. Looking at other people getting praise and validation, looking at other people getting recognition and mm -hmm. acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 like that that social media. If if, if you were to infuse us back in 1964, when I'm I'm, I'm chasing little girls and and <laughs> to stay in the house, that what, what <laughs> social media? No, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. We sat outside. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That was we yeah. had to kick the we used to kick the street light so it would it would go off so we could stay outside about another 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Man. Black man Ventu wants to take a quick break to have a moment of silence for our fallen friend and Nashville great, Darwin Moore. Darwin Moore was a victim of suicide about a week or two ago. 
and we on Black Men Event 2 take mental health very, very seriously. We want to take some time to have a moment of silence for Darwin Moore, his brand, The Ville Apparel, and all family and friends in Nashville that are listening to today's episode. Thank you. Rest in peace, Darwin Moore. Your legacy lives on. Let's get back to the episode. Got another brother. Uh, his name is uh, Shai Henderson. He does a podcast called One on One Relationships. And he talks a lot about relationship stuff, man. I might tell him about you, man. Maybe y'all can hook up one day, man. Sure. But, uh, man, he was just talking this past this past week, and he was telling me how he goes on TikTok, and he'll see these young girls, man. He said almost every video that he see of young girls, they're shown, they they like scantily dressed. They like basically basically they leave nothing for interpretation. You know what I'm saying? It's all you. You ain't got it. You you don't have to wonder. You already see it. And he was he was just saying that he goes on that. He tries to understand them young ladies, and he'll try to talk to them and have a conversation with them. And he said when he started trying to have a conversation with them, they don't even want to talk, man. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to talk. They looking for them likes. That's what you were talking about. That's what they looking for. They're not trying to have a conversation. I'm just looking for my dopamine. That's what I'm yeah. looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the daddy represents boundaries. Mm-hmm. So here's how it, here's how it impacts girls differently. Because there ain't no way in the hell I'm gonna let my daughter do something like that. Come on now and know it. You might, and know, you might and do know it, but you won't know it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. I, I, see, I, I, again, here's where. And, and and you know, here's where masculinity can police what goes on in the house because you needed that boundary, you needed those limits mm-hmm. to let you know that you you just can't do what you want to do. Come on, you got to follow the rules. Right, so right. When that when that father isn't in the house, somebody, one of those children is going to have authority issues, mm-hmm. right? I don't have no respect for authority with no authority in the house. Why why should I respect you? Who are you? I'm the man up in here, and my mm-hmm. mama can't check. I, I'm I'm 12 years old. I'm now I'm just as strong as my mama. Wow. And when I hit adolescence, six, 16, 17, I'm four times stronger than she is. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Mm. And that's where the challenges mm. and the rebellion and the, all oh, that stuff come in. Man, it's gonna be a whole host of stuff. You know. I, I try to encourage my young people to work on the friendship. Can you be friends? If sex is your foundation, that's only 20%. You're going to build a foundation on 20%? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Week, going to be a week, a week, <laughs> a week building. If it's it's gonna, it's gonna, <laughs> no, it's going to fall. Because yeah. as soon as it comes up a little storm, mm-hmm. It's, it's going to crumble. It's not infrastructure. It's not strong enough to withstand. And Mr. Sterling, you know right. as well as I do, marriage, you know, I, I, I've been blessed. I've been married for 27 years. I thank God for that. But you know what? 
it's a it's a it's it's work, man. Work. It ain't to the point where I'm just been laid back for 27 years. No, I've been working at this thing, man, and we still working at it. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? What you said earlier was really the difference, man. Me and my wife were friends long before we started even thinking about getting married. We were friends, man. We liked each other. We went and did certain stuff together. And, and it was just, we was cool, man. Then we were like, okay, well, you know, <laughs> you know, we took it to the next level because of some other things that happened. But at the end of the day, I didn't mind taking it to the next level with her because we was already friends, man. So you got a, you got a major point right there, major. Gotta be friends first. They, these kids don't know how to be friends first. And now with the with this social media, these kids are more isolated than ever. Yeah, I, I just communicate online. You know, they're not. Mm -hmm. You know, I, they're not meeting that soon. With hell, I used to go to the skating rink. Yes, play basketball. Yes, sir. To go to, yes. to the baseball game. I mean, you get yes. school. We had all these options. These these kids, mm -hmm. it's it's different. It's and, you know, and like you just said, and they and they, like you said, they take it to the next level with different generation. Well, this next generation is really gonna have something to deal with because this electronic age is going to a thing. Now, you talking about staying in the house? What about staying in the house but you build your own world? Metal, what that metal world thing? Well, you just put these glasses on, man, and you can be a whatever. You can be whoever you want to be. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy, ain't it? But you it's got crazy. a lot of people now that even to the point where they buying real estate in this stuff, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's gonna, it's even gonna get, it's gonna get bigger and worse. You know what I'm saying? As time goes on. So how do we get back to those old values, man? Of going outside, sitting, you know what? Just like you just said, I remember going to the park, man, having picnics, just sitting in the park, looking at the birds in the tree. You know what I'm saying? I remember doing stuff like that with my wife. But now, like you said, you can't, you rarely find people in the park doing stuff like that, man. You can, you know, you go to bigger cities and they're going to, of course, somebody's going to be there, but it's not as many people that are enjoying just nature and, and things of that, that, that sense, man. Everything has a value, like a money thing tied to it. We got to spend money. Now, I remember doing stuff where you didn't spend no money. Just walking. Just, you got your girl and y'all just walking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because you want to be in each other's presence, man. You know yeah. what I mean? How do yeah. we get back to stuff like that, man? Man, it's, it's going to take small clusters of men who think like me and you. Mm -hmm. It's going to take these small clusters and, and we just start to 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 cert we start to spiral and each cluster spirals outward mm -hmm. we affect more and more people around mm -hmm. and, and and our clusters start to intersect now we got mm -hmm. we got all these clusters going and then we just kind of branch out but it's going to take you know some some really dedicated brothers and sisters who understand the ramifications of the future Yes. And all of the intergenerational dysfunction that continues to roll down in black families, mm -hmm. they call it a, a, a curse. Uh, I, I always thought that at the end of a curse, you die. So it's not mm -hmm. a curse, it's a pattern. And wow. patterns can be broken. Yes. When yes. somebody finally decides that I'm going to fall on the sword, that no more intergenerational dysfunction is going to go past me. It stops with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, and how you raise your children. 
I raised my daughter way different than the way I was raised. Mm -hmm. I had to, I did not want her to suffer. I didn't want her to be a survivor of my family. Mm -hmm. I didn't want the family secrets, the secrets in families mm -hmm. always shows up in the relationship. There's no other place to discharge that kind of energy. Mm -hmm. Incest, molestation, mm -hmm. rape, yeah. all mm -hmm. of the secrets that mm -hmm. are in the family. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's strange because there are no secrets in the family. It's only a conspiracy of silence. Wow. Nobody says anything. Conspiracy of silence. Wow. It's a cancer. It is a cancer that just continue to metastasize and get big. We got to deal with the secrets in the family. Yes, yes, yes. That's one thing we try to talk about a lot. That, again, that was one of the reasons we even started this platform because we was like, you have to face your traumas, man. You can't, you can't put them to bed and think they're gonna rest. They're not gonna rest, man. You have to face whatever traumas you deal with. It's gotta be surfaced, man, so you understand how to move forward in life. Sometimes we wonder what's hindering us. What's hindering us is because there's a lot of stuff we hadn't faced. And once you face it, then you'll know how to deal with it. If I, if I got a bullet and he whooping me every day, eventually I'm gonna know what I'm dealing with. Now, when I come up on you, you ain't gonna keep whooping me because I got some kind, I got a defense mechanism now. You know what I'm saying? If right. I had to bring a stick or a, a brick or something out of my bank pocket. That's what we had to do. You better go back out there and <laughs> But you ain't gonna know I got that because I know how to face my bullet now. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta start facing this stuff, man, and then have a defense system so we'll know how to beat some of this stuff, man. Man, I tell you, look. The only way out is to go back through. Come on, man. Don't nobody know. It's painful. It's oh, painful. Yes, oh, it's painful. Man, I don't yes. want to deal with, you know, what was going on in the family. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the alcoholism, the, you know, it, 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 here, I'm, I'm hearing this. You and y'all in the South, you, oh, when that girl got pregnant, you sent her South because you didn't want her to embarrass the family. Yeah, yeah man. Shame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So true. Even think about this, man. And I don't want to take up, we've got a few more minutes, but think about this. Even the civil rights movement had that stain on it because you know the civil rights thing with uh, 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 Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks was not the first woman that sat on the bus. Nope. <laughs> but the first one that did, Renee didn't want to put her out front. I'm pretty sure you know this. And Renee wanted to put her out front because she was pregnant. She had got, she was pregnant. So she could not be the face of the movement. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's when they had to wait a little while to bring up Rosa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I mean, but it's sh see, shame, shame controls what I let you see about me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shame will control what I see about myself. Yes. I don't want you to see it and I don't want to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So shame is an emotion and emotion and energy in motion is an emotion. So dealing with the shame of going back through, it's, it's hard. Yeah, man. Because all the secret when I when I do when I have family sessions, mm -hmm. inevitably the burden bearer of the secret, the one who's holding the man, this I ain't gotta sit here. This this is a bunch of crap. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't gotta sit here. Yeah. <laughs> See, now now we're getting the secret up and out. It, it, yeah. It's like uh yeah. Yeah. Man, it's like it's like mashing all of the 
the, the pus out of a finger. And once yeah. you get it all out, yeah. now we can deal with the underlying emotions. You know, right. I never knew it was him. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, just all kinds of healing. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. hard to get that secret out. And mm-hmm. that burden bearer who's carrying it, they can finally set it down. Yes. Yes. It affects every family differently, but I guarantee you there's a secret in every family. You're right. I know you're right. I know you're right, man. You better know it. Mr. Lynn, man, closing question I wanted to ask you as we wrap up, man. You've mentioned her a couple of times. Talk about your daughter, man. What's her name? If you don't mind sharing with our Nashville audience and those that's listening, uh-huh. how does she, how is she the half of your eye, hey, brother? Man, I see her smile. <laughs> that, that smile got bigger when you thought about taking, talking about that daughter, man. Yeah, yeah. She, she just got her, uh, she just got a degree in, in uh, the healing arts. And, uh, I'm heavy in the, I know she's watching me. So I'm heavy in the herbs and Come through things that, yeah, that man. I, I am. I don't do pharmaceuticals. That that ain't my thing. Um, I'm in the trouble. Cat's claw, devil's claws. When I have a headache, I got turmeric, cat's claw, devil's claw, and boswellia, which is old frankincense. I take all four of those things. I go out play tennis. I don't feel anything. Yeah. So she's got her degree in that, and she's like, "Hey, what am I gonna do?" I'm like, "Well, what do you want to do?" You know. So she may wind up out of California, but um, she's alerting people to an alternative to this medicine. Yeah. All of those medicine, every last one of those pharmaceutical drugs has a plant base. They extrapolate the molecule uh-huh. and think and, and see, but they can't they can't extrapolate the whole thing. So they, they take out the molecule and synthesize it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you know what? And what you said, I was just talking to a He know what I'm giving yeah. to. I was just, what you just said, I've been saying that, man, so long. It's always an alternative to the pharmaceutical, what they want to get you hooked on. And what they, and see, readers are, the reason that's a problem now, the reason it's a problem because people that know this herb secret thing, they're a challenge to the pharmaceutical industry because there's so many people that's got money in this thing and I don't want you to challenge my money. So guess what? Herbs are bad. That's well, that, I, I think that's why they killed Dr. Sabi. I don't, I don't think he just died. I think he was killed. Mm-hmm. He was in South America. He had all He knew the herbs. To cure the diabetes, to cure mm-hmm. the HIV, to cure the herpes. He knew the herbs. Mm-hmm. I wish mm-hmm. he had written it down and, and codified it and yeah. passed it on. He yeah. had all that knowledge. And then all of a sudden, because I was yeah. following him, yeah. somebody tried to take him to court in New York. Everybody that he healed showed up. Wow. wow. And wow. they said, yeah, I, I, I start, here's my before. And, and they should, they bought the lab work. Here's my before and here's my after. I had it here and now it's gone. Boy, they couldn't dispute it. They, they couldn't, couldn't dispute it. They dismissed it. Wow. Yeah, it was beautiful. Wow. 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 Man. Man. And Nashville, man, we want to mm. thank, thank, thank Mr. Leonard Sturdivant, man, man and man. Relationship Coach Pro man, himself, man, man, for joining Black Men into on Thank the you, raw bending season that we yeah. have this month, man. It's been a great episode. Mr. Uh, Sturdivant, what we always do is provide our guests with a little bit of time to share your social media handles, your websites, okay. Okay. things of that nature. So you can take the time to do that, sir. Okay. I can be reached at relationshipcoach.pro. 
Uh, the website's up, it's running. Leave your name, contact information. I'll be sure to get back with you. I, I see uh, folks uh, virtually and, uh, you know, relationship. I What makes my site distinct is that I'm the only relationship coach that's doing two hour sessions. Mm. Typical therapy does 50 minutes. You got three grown people trying to talk about a divorce or infidelity <laughs> or something heavy. Yeah. You're just not going to get the satisfaction yeah. that you get yeah. in 50 minutes as you do with two whole right. hours. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's what makes it, that's the day. And it's my, my evening schedule is like blowing up and I'm trying to fit in some more folks. Uh, most therapists that I talk to, oh, I, don't, I can't do I can't do therapy with couples because <laughs> it's so hard. It triggers me. I'm like, oh. yeah, 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 that's yeah. it, that's it. So, that's it. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to bring up some folk that I'm, I'm looking for folk that that can stand to do two hours. So I eventually I'll find them, but uh, that's why I get a lot of referrals because if you got a heavy issue mm -hmm. and you need talk time, mm -hmm. then I'm yes. the place to come to. Praise God, man. Praise God for you, man. I, I tell you what, I am so glad and so thankful and grateful, man, that you chose to be on our platform because a lot of stuff that you brought up, you have basically confirmed and yes. every, almost most of the episodes that we've had previously, you've confirmed it some kind of way in this episode, some kind of way, man. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate that, man. Sure really. thing, my pleasure. Really. Nashville, yes, do it again, man. Let's do it again. Yes, yes. yes. definitely. Yes, man. Nashville has been another great one, man. Leonard Sturdivant, Relationship yes. Coach Pro. Find him on all of the handles and platforms and make sure that you check our uh, platforms as well because we'll be posting all of those links for Mr. Sturdivant. You guys click on those links, man, and tap in with him. Yes. And uh, Pops, man, we close down. Hey, Mr. Sturdivant, again, we appreciate you, man. My uh, pleasure. After we get off, man, we want to holler for a few more seconds, yeah, man. man. But uh, we again, thank you. And Nashville, we appreciate you. And I, as I always state at the end of the show, until next week, Nashville, it's a wrap. Black man, don't get trapped. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can, and you can't with what you can't. It has been another episode of the Black Man Vet 2 Podcast. Good morning.